I'm Russ Kickle, and on this episode of American Reef, we're going to be talking freshwater planted tanks. This is going to be one of many videos from American Reef on freshwater planted tanks. I think I'm going to call this new series American Reef Fresh. And I don't know how long that title is going to last, but for today, that's the title that I'm using. So in this episode of American Reef Fresh, we're heading over to Sanjay Yoshi's house, and we're going to see how he keeps and maintains his freshwater planted tank. Now, for me, these whole videos came about because about a year and a half ago or two years ago, Mike set up that planted tank, and it reminded me of how beautiful and relaxing these planted tanks can actually be. So at that point in time, I figured, hey, I'm going to start up a planted tank, and why not produce some videos? And, you know, that way we can help others learn the do's and don'ts of keeping and maintaining a freshwater planted tank. Now, again, for today's video, about, I'll say a month and a half, two months ago, Mike was heading over to Sanjay's, and luckily enough, I was able to, again, tag along and have that kind of Q&A session for basically how Sanjay and Mike keep their freshwater planted tanks. Now, this tank that we're going to look at from Sanjay today is about three years old, and you'll see it's beautiful, right? Um, one of the most interesting things for me in this video, right, is um, the effort that he takes to keep this beautiful freshwater planted tank. Um, because it's kind of the recipe that I'm looking for, meaning I want to do the minimal amount of work as possible to keep a beautiful tank. And again, he kind of follows that, uh, you know, that line. And so again, uh, when you're looking at this video, you want to kind of keep that in your back of your mind if you're interested in setting up a planted tank. A quick message before we head on over to Sanjay's. If you are the owner of a small family-owned type of business and you are proud of the goods and services that you offer, and those goods and services can be kind of offered and delivered through the internet, drop me an email. That's AmericanReef at me.com. My goal is simple. I want to try to help promote these small family-owned type of businesses and give them some national exposure. So again, if you fall into that category, just drop me an email at AmericanReef at me.com. Now let's check out what Mike and Sanjay have to say about their freshwater planted tanks. something a little bit different we're talking about Sanjay's plant tank now as I discussed probably six months ago when I set up my plant tank reefers get bored every now and then always need a new challenge always need something interesting to do and in this regard Sanjay has set up this beautiful plant tank now how long has this plant tank been up about three years yeah been running for three years and originally it was and, a discus uh, tank yeah I had discus in here for about a year and uh, I got kind of bored with the discus no, well, really don't do anything. Don't <laughs> say that. They sit there like this and don't do anything. <laughs> so uh, I did get bored with the discus, and uh, then they got to the point where they were struggling a little bit, so I 
kind of got rid of the discus mm -hmm. and had this beautiful tank sitting there and I said, you know what, I'll just make it into a planted tank and went ahead and planted this tank up with some aquascape in mind and uh, pretty soon I found that that was not a good choice because the plants were growing way too fast. <laughs> <laughs> this tank became a little more work than my reef tank. <laughs> Yeah, Sanjay so. grows everything quick, so he grows plants <laughs> even faster. He grows corals, and we know how fast he grows corals. Now, how big is this tank? This is a 24-inch cube, so it's uh, about 60 gallons. Yeah. Okay. So it used to be a reef tank at one point in its life. Now, why didn't you do the discus and the planted tank? In other words, the combination of both, even though the acidity and pH are different. Yeah, uh, people told me it would be more difficult, there's, and plus there's not much space left for discus to swim around, mm -hmm. and when you get dense plant growth like this, sure, sure. tank's a little too small for discus. Yeah, and you have yeah. the overflow in the back, like a typical reef tank, so you can utilize that for some of the things that we do. Like you said, when you do water changes, all you do is drain it out the back of the overflow, right? pump water back in, right out of tap water. Yeah, I don't even pump it in, it's actually teed off right off my water main line, a little faucet here. I just open the faucet, <laughs> let it drip. That way, there's no drastic change. Right. And I'll let it drip for about a day and a half, you know, two days. And uh, that's my water change. And you how do much the same thing when you're adding water for makeup for evaporation, or is there an automatic? No, I mean, I, I, let this, I do this every once a week at least. You add water so to So I don't it? worry about evaporation at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. And how much, how much water do you think it's kind of changed out approximately? I think it changes out about. 20 gallons. Okay. So, so you're doing about 30% of the tank every week? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so basically I have to add fertilizers, and I don't measure, I just kind of put the fertilizer <laughs> in. <laughs> so well, which fertilizer, I'm sure you're doing iron. I make my own fertilizer. Yeah. So I make my own iron chelate mix. Right. And trace element mix, and I make my own mix with uh, nitrates, phosphates, and... Uh, so that's that's the other part of it. Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, so now when you say you make your own, like I buy the the chemicals and I mix them. Okay, and okay. Like where, buying. Where, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, where did you get the formulas for how yeah. much you mix up and how much you add? Yeah, there's a formula. Uh, the method that I'm using is what they call the estimative index. Okay. Right. Yep. So basically, the idea there is they have a little website you can go to. Mm -hmm. They tell you what to add, what approximately to add, and how frequently you add it. Right. Mm -hmm. And you just go ahead and add it and don't have to measure the levels of any of the chemicals. And that's part of the reason why you're doing a slightly bigger water change. Right. Because things might accumulate and then you just dilute them out. Sure, sure. Okay, yeah. And it seems to work pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you have some gorgeous plants in here between the uh, Bucephalandria. Yeah. You have two different species of that in here. You have uh, some Blixia japonica, which is a difficult plant to grow for some people. You have the water lily. Right. Uh, java fern and some beautiful crypts in the back that mm -hmm. grow all the way to the surface and you have to harvest them all the time. Yeah, but they're not that fast growing, so I'm not harvesting any of these plants very frequently. Yeah. That was my whole idea was right. to have this tank be a low maintenance tank. Right. And if you have fast growing plants, stem plants for example, I mean they would grow inches per, per day. Yeah, yeah. So you're trimming them all the time and so on and I kind of got away from that. So I've moved slowly towards all slow-growing plants. So now define slow-growing. Well, I mean, they're not filling up my, they're not growing inches per day. <laughs> <laughs> so would it be inches per month? 
Or inches per week. Yeah, inches no, per they're quarter. not still growing inches per month either. Okay. It's inches per know. quarter. Okay. So every two, three months, I have to go in and trim it. Okay, perfect. So I can get by with that much trimming. Yeah, so that's and I, not you know, again, I kind of like the look of a jungle tank is yes. what I call them, where they're yeah. overgrown. Yes. They have some amount of aquascaping, but in uh, you know the aquascaping basically evolves over time and right. takes over. It's not like one of those nature tanks uh, where everything. It's not an amount of tank. Yeah, mm -hmm. everything is yeah. trim and proper. <laughs> so you don't have the right little place. scissors to trim stuff every day. No, no, <laughs> I don't. And now, Mike, on yours, right? You're doing a lot of trimming now. I'm right? thinning more and more of oh, the stem plants. He's learning. He's learning from me. <laughs> it's, yes. just, it's just gotten to be where I do more work on that tank than I do on my other five tanks. So right, right. As as you get smarter, as Sanja has gotten smarter. He realizes you want to observe this and have fun with it rather than be working on it. Right. So that's why he does a really easy water change system and plants that are easier to maintain. And he has uh, a lot of uh, resboras and barbs and fish that don't require as much effort as like tetras do. So he's gotten to the point where this is a nice tank to look at and relax and enjoy. Because that, that's one of the benefits I found with a freshwater tank. You can walk up, the fish aren't zipping away like you're right. a shark ready to right, eat them. Right, right. And it's or so coming up to your tank. hand every time like you're going to feed them. Yeah. Right, right, right. Begging for food. Yeah, they're, they're much more docile, for lack of a better term. So it, it's a much more relaxing tank. I mean, that's why I have one in my kitchen, as you've seen. That, and he has one when you walk down the step into his fish room. This is the first thing you see. And it's relaxing. It automatically puts you in a, a relaxed state of mind. Now, this is a reef light as well. It's an LED. Yeah, these are LED strips from uh, Current USA. Okay. Uh, Ecozotic. Okay. And this tank is also an Ecozotic tank. I mean, it's, it's their cabinets and their tank. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's this is their was cabinet there. as well? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this was their reef tank, and this was their lighting hood and designed to accommodate multiple strips. And now, what, what's the general spectrum on the lights? They um, look like all white. Basically, they're mix of mostly white, mm -hmm. warm white, as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've got a, one strip with a little bit of red in it. Okay. Yeah. And do you like the, I mean, do you think the red helps with the growth? Or it helps the with the look of the tank. It helps with the, may, may help with the growth. Mm -hmm. But yeah, basically for planter tanks, we're looking at uh, full spectrum, mm -hmm. warm lights, uh, as opposed to going more blue. Yeah. As, as he's looking at my uh, exactly. blue. Exactly. I, I don't have blue on this part of my, my tank. It's the only non-blue tank in my house. Now, you only have relatively simple Yeah, all it here. runs is one marine land filter, uh, and that's it. That's the only filtration on and it. And the heater keeps it at 76? The heater is keeping it. it at whatever temperature. Usually, in the summertime, it'll get to about 76, and winter, it'll drop to... 74 72 now in the in the filter canister filter is it just filter floss carbon or do you do or something is it the different? bio balls filter floss carbon yeah whatever little tray they have four trays, four trays. in there okay. and whatever media is in the four trays it's basically that's what i'm now how often are you changing that out i can't tell you on tv <laughs> <laughs> so not very often yeah it's not it. very often i would say once in six months yeah. i might go in and clean it out <laughs> that was uh, fun yeah. that's, that's impressive because i was cleaning mine out once a month no and it no was no black and full of no it's probably black and full of junk but you know it's the tank's pretty stable yeah yeah because you have a lot of really nice small little fish in here yeah. i mean it's not the, the big waste producing fish that we typically keep so it's yep. 
So you don't even have to probably feed very often in here because of how small no, they I all feed are. feed them once a day. Now, you said you've also tried to keep shrimp in here, but they haven't done that well. Yeah, for some reason, the shrimp have never been successful. No? Uh, I've tried several different shrimp, and uh, I always end up losing them all yeah. the time. When I first put them in, they'll spawn even, there'll be babies for shrimp around, but within a few months, they'll be all gone. Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure what the reason is. Uh, people keep telling me that shouldn't be the case. Right, but I guess it is. Yeah. And now, Mike, you, you don't have shrimp in yours, right? No, I had the same phenomenon happen. Okay. They, they did well, there were babies, everything was good, but I also have two big angelfish in there now. So I know that probably yeah, that took probably. a lot. <laughs> I don't have any big yeah. fish. Right. Now, they've started off as yeah. small angelfish, but in the course of a year, they've gotten to be this big, and now they're pairing up, and now they're a lot more aggressive. So, right. eventually, they'll be gone, and there'll be new little angelfish huh? put in. Do you think it has anything to do with uh, the water quality, meaning it's too clean? Because usually, don't shrimp usually kind of... I don't know. I mean, I've yeah. never kept shrimp. and You have to feed them. You know, every time I go and listen, search right. for information, right. everybody tells me how easy they are to keep. Right, yeah. But somehow, it doesn't seem to want to work with me. I'm wondering if it's the fact that I'm adding chemicals to the tank, if that has anything to do mm -hmm. with it. Mm -hmm. But I'm not really overdosing chemicals. Right, you know? right. Um, and I don't know, maybe the shrimp are just happier with tanks by themselves. Yeah, because you have that mono-specific, everybody talks about, oh, a shrimp tank, and you're kind of like, oh, it's a shrimp tank. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's one actually, guys, as I told you, driving up, one of the things mm -hmm. I'm setting up is a... The sump is going to be my shrimp tank. Right. And the shrimp are going to be in there, and the other fish are going to be in here. I'm going to see if it works according to what Ling has said, that yes. shrimp do well in the mud with plants down there. So there, Maybe that has something to do with it, you know. But, yeah, no, but, but that much density of plants, they have a lot of space to hide, so fish are not really bothering them. Right. Yeah, and the fish you, you don't know, really have that any much aggressive fish. vegetation here, I'm sure they're going to find stuff to eat. eat right. You know. Right. Yeah. So I don't know what the reasons are. Now, what kind of uh, substrate do you have on the bottom? Do you remember? Yeah, this is the mix of the carib seas uh, substrate mm -hmm. and uh, the one from uh, Fluval. Yes. Yeah. And the, the the bag you're talking about. Yeah. That's the kind that you got, Yeah, right? that's the kind yeah. I got. That's so a mix of both. Yeah. You mm -hmm. didn't add any extra laterite or any other no, mineral I material to it? No, I didn't add anything else to it. Now, do you put any plant tabs or anything else to fertilize the plants? No, I don't really want them to grow any faster. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, no growth. You like color. So, <laughs> that's right. So I'm happy with the growth rate now, and I don't need to force anything. Now, what yeah. are some of the fish that you have in here? Um, these guys here with the red face there. Yep. Those are the Asian rummy nose. Right. They're different from the the South American rummy nose. They tend to have like bluish shade and red nose. Right. There's some females and males. Um, these little loaches here, these are the rosy loaches. I love those fish. Yeah. I've got about eight or ten of those. And uh, there's some the uh, the celestial um, danios, yeah. I think they call them celestial danios. Yeah. And what um, are these little gray fish? These are some of the females of the... Uh, oh, of the rummy nose. Yeah. Okay. And there is... Four or six of the... Uh, there's four of those uh, Siamese, Siamese algae eaters oh, okay. in there. And there were four of these pencil fish. These are the coral pencil fish. The Mortenthalerai. And they're one of my favorite fish. Really bright red. The one that, I, like, it's over in the back right corner? Yeah, it's okay. kind of in the back now. There were four in here. I don't know if there's still four in here or not. Sometimes it's hard to tell. I know there's two males for sure in here. There's one female. 
the other female may have disappeared. Uh, yeah, they are a beautiful fish. Yeah, they get much redder when they're courting. Really? Come out if I put some food. Yeah, and drop stuff. So they now, might come out. what do you feed? Bellet food. Just regular crawfish. Yeah. So nothing special. Yeah, just, I like bellet food. And how many times a day do you feed? Probably once a day. Come on, the Yeah, they're not like my saltwater fish would be out there devouring. Right, right, food. exactly. You know, they kind of come, they eat, they mosey along. And Although what's funny, though, is like on your tank, Mike, right, the personality is a little different because, yeah, when... They're, you have they're, bigger they're, fish. Yeah, I have bigger right. fish. Ah, so the size is more... Yeah, they're more aggressive. <laughs> Although his Siamese fighting, or Siamese algae eaters all came out when the food came out. Yeah, they, they came were hiding out. Yeah, before. they come out. Hmm. And now, as far as the plants that are floating on the top, what are they? Yeah, it's just some floating plants I put in there just for... Looks like, like water sprite. This is water sprite, and I just keep trimming this one. This is the one that requires the most trimming. I just break off one leaf and throw uh -huh. the rest of the plant away. No. Uh, there's some of these guys here. I forget what it's called, and there's little floating duckweeds. And do you have to do you have to worry about when you adding your or doing your water changes as far as clogging up the overflow at all? No, it's happening so slowly. Uh, it's not like water is rushing yeah, through the overflow. That's true. It's just a drip, mm -hmm. and it just drains out slowly. So you, you're only using the overflow for water changes. You're not using it for feeding your pump or anything else. No, no, no. Which is awesome if you have that. That's such a great idea. Yeah. I did that for my discus tank. Yeah, because discus need a lot of water change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I did that for the discus tank, and I kind of liked it because I wasn't doing much water change. Yes. I'm not carrying buckets. Right. For my yeah, which <laughs> I hate doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I'm going to the system I'm going yeah. to in the hope I only have to do one water change a month instead of weekly. Right, right. Which we will see. <laughs> and dripping it slowly helps. That way, if there's any contamination in the water, like chloramine or something, yeah. it dissipates away if you do it slowly. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, as, as we've learned with reef tanks, everything good happens slow, <laughs> so take your time, be patient. Yeah, in the beginning you want to put fast-growing plants, you know, get, them, get the tank Because you don't want the algae quick. to take over. You don't want the algae to take over. But then that comes And then I slowly <laughs> just started cutting back on the fast-growing plants. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs>
putting a, a fair amount of light and you're putting the nutrients that they like. There's and you have a not good that substrate. much light in here. I mean, this is only 60 watts of light. Oh, okay. Each strip is 12 watts. 12 watts. So you got five strips that are on right now. Right. That's about 60 watts. How long do you keep them on? It came on at 10 o'clock, mm -hmm. uh, 11 o'clock. It'll probably go off at uh, around uh, 10 o'clock. Okay. 11, so 11 hours, hours, 11 hours. hours a day. Yeah, and there's very little algae anywhere in the tank. I mean, you have to clean the glass once a week or so, but yeah. nothing, it's yeah, I mean, not like a reef tank that gets I mean, these covered. are slow-growing plants, so that's one of the problems with slow-growing plants. The leaves lie around for a long time, mm -hmm. and the older leaves will get algae on them. Yeah, but enough. even these, you see very little. But there's no, it's not that much, you know. It's, it's natural, so yeah. I don't, I don't, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, yeah. And now, um, as far as you're running CO2, right? Yeah. Okay. You can't have a planter tank like this without CO2. It'd be very hard. I'm going to try. <laughs> uh, you're going to put CO2. I, I'm trying to because Ling's like, oh, no, you can do it. I'm like, okay, well, I'll give Well, you try. can. I mean, there are people doing it without CO2. Right. But it doesn't but, look But, you know, the, it's not going to be that lush of a growth. Yeah. Even a little bit of CO2 helps. Yeah. I remember way back when I used to run... East bottles. I'm big, yes, make my yes. own CO2. Yeah. Yeah, now we buy the five-pound sugar water. Uh, okay, and so... Now I get this five-pound, ten-pound bottle that lasts me for a year. Right. Yeah, that's what so my it's very convenient. Right. Because yeah. when you were doing your East bottles, how often? That was like a week. Yeah, week every week you were changing those bottles out. And it yeah. got old very quickly. <laughs> Do you have a glass diffuser, or how are you putting in the CO2? I actually have a little pump in there, a little Tunzi pump. Oh, okay. That is, uh, and I use, I inject it in the bottom of that. Right. And it breaks up the air bubbles and pushes the water out. So that really helps. Mm -hmm. It's actually. Yeah, that's a little. That's it's a more efficient. I've seen. Yeah. yeah. It's more efficient than a just bubbling the CO2 in there, because it stays trapped in there, right? So right. Until so it dissolves into the water. It dissolves into the water eventually. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you only have to change the bottle once a year because it's yeah. so efficient. Yeah. Yeah. And on yours, this is why being an engineer pays off in designing this kind of stuff. <laughs> I was going to say, on yours, why didn't you kind of go that route? I tried to run it in a diffuser, but the pump was too weak, and it wasn't pushing it through. Right. No, this is a Tunzi pump designed to yeah, do this that. Is, oh, this right. is a special Tunzi CO2. It's a special CO2. CO2 diffuser pump or whatever you want. There you go. This is something I <laughs> yeah. need to add onto my tank yeah. to make my life easier and nice. more efficient. Yeah. Pretty efficient. You're injecting into that tube, so it's, you can see the yeah down at the bottom. Uh, yeah, and you can see a few bubbles at the top, but then yeah, and it's about one bubble every minute or so. Not even a minute. Oh, you're doing just one bubble per minute. I mean, you can see the rate. It's not a minute. I would say it's like one bubble every three, four seconds. Okay. Not, you know, yeah, so that mm -hmm. is much more efficient. Mine, I'm running one bubble per second. No, because it's, it's not as efficient as this. No, it's slower than that. So it sounds like... And I could cut it back like even. Sounds like we have to talk to our <laughs> sounds, my friends at Tunze. Yeah, that's right. It sounds like... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Luckily, I know a guy. Yeah. <laughs> this is why Tunze's been in business for 50 years. Yeah, they make heck things yeah. more efficient and more easier yeah, for the yeah. aquarist. You know, it's, it's good. Uh, again, like I said, I like to make things as easy as possible for myself. Sure. Uh, yeah, and if we can make it easier for other hobbyists, that's the whole point of doing these is mm -hmm. show you what we've done yeah, yeah. And get an idea. Right. Yeah, I mean, I mix up a bottle of the fertilizer, and it, it lasts me for a month or more. Yeah. Yeah, did we say how much you dose it or how much you put yeah, in? Yeah, it's just basically two capfuls of this. Okay. So about every, 10 every other day. Okay. You know. Yeah. So. 
And do you find out if you give it more, like it grows faster or algae grows faster? Or, I mean, is, in other words, is there a way that you can tell that, oop, I better cut back a little bit on your estimate of... Yeah, I'd be just following what they kind of said, and it seems to work well. Okay. You know? I mean, like I've said, I've never tested any parameters on this tank. That's awesome. You know? You've never tested... <laughs> that no. is awesome. No. Test pH? No. Hardness? Nothing. Nothing. No. See that? I want to keep it as simple as I can. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's as simple yeah. as you can when you yeah. test nothing. So I kind of not. I'm not get. I'm not going to fight the system. Right. Well, then the question is, how goal. long did it take for you to get to where you think it was at equilibrium, where everything was balanced and doing fine? Uh, within a few months of there. Okay, mm -hmm. like three or four months, you were. Yeah. It was set. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you never had an algae outbreak or any major problems. Like no, that. I didn't have any major algae outbreak. I mean, like I said, I still get algae on the older leaves. Because these leaves... Yeah, but you've never had the thread you know, algae or the, the, no, the no, stuff no, that no. is right. just impossible to get rid of once no, you get it. No, never had that. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think that's more introduction yeah. if you put it in. Yeah, I think the key is you populate with plants right away very quickly mm -hmm. with lots of plants that grow fast mm -hmm. and reach a steady state with that, and then you can slowly start replacing <laughs> the plants, which is what I did. And they're easier than like when you have a saltwater tank when you throw in damsels and you can't get them out. So here you can right. easily get your plants out. Yeah, plants are easy to get out. Yeah. And how, how old I mean, are the fish removed. in the tank since the plants are three years? A lot of these fish are since they set up the tank. So it's so about three years two old. Two to three years old. Yeah. Which is great for these yeah. fish because they're little and they typically don't live that long. Right, right. Yeah, they, they're doing fine. I just love the fact that never have you yeah. measured any any kind of parameter i love it that's no. my world I no. love it. And, no, and no, you're using, so you're using your eyes in other words right in other words you're saying if it doesn't look healthier if it's looking thin or straggly i'm doing something wrong or how do you there's got to be some sort of gauge that you're using mentally right yeah i mean i see the plants if they're growing well i mean things are fine right that's kind of my gauge sure you know, there's some plants i struggle with but I'm not, like I said, I'm not changing the system for those plants. Right. right. <laughs> you're saying which plants are right? You're doing yeah, survival. I do, I do what I do with my reef, you right. know. Yeah. If you're happy with my system, I'll keep you. The strongest survivor. <laughs> if you're not happy, you can leave on your own. Right. <laughs> Natural now, selection. Now, most people that keep tanks long term always think of things they should have done differently or would do differently. This tank pretty much seems perfect. Right. So is yeah. there anything you would change on it or do differently? Not really. I only thing I would change is I'd organize my wires a little bit better. Yeah. I kind of just hung them there. Should have hit them a little bit better. And well, you can still put them over I the can back still, down. I can still do that. Yeah. But. Yeah, of all the <laughs> of all the items, that's, yeah, that's minuscule, right? Yeah, that's a very minute <laughs> problem to have. I've never had anybody look at this tank and say, oh, I hate the look at your tank. I know. Because you of I, those wires. That's right. Because now your eyes never go to those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. And what about now as far as kind of, you know, would you go with a bigger tank if you had the room and size or do you like that size? Tank? Yeah. No, this is a good size for me. So you, yeah, I'm happy with this like size. Yeah. 60 gallon. Yeah. You know, the, just yeah, 24 inch cubes, perfect. A few yeah. fish in there and, mm -hmm. you know, you basically. Well, how many it. fish do you think you have in here? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. 30, 40, 50? I would say close to 30. Okay. Mm-hmm. You've had more and had less and just sort of stabilized? Yeah, they're stabilized. You know, they're stabilized. Problem again with this tank is when fish die, I can't see them. 
Sure. They're yeah. gone. They're sure. I've not had massive die-offs with no. all the top. It's one dies and it's gone. I had a massive die-off once. had a massive die-off once. And that was, again, I think I, the people with the water system must have changed the amount of chloramine or something uh, they had okay. in there. And I had, I was experimenting with how much water flow. And I said, you know, I'm letting it run for two days. And said, let me just speed it up and let it run mm -hmm. for half a day. Mm -hmm. and, I, uh, and I did kill okay. fish. But this was early on. Yeah. But the plant uh, survived. It was the fish that all. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So then I learned, you know, I said, okay, you know, I got it. It works if you drip it slowly. If you move it too fast. Right. And they mess up, then there's a problem. And when you do your, it's a drip? Drip every second kind of thing, or no, a little drip? faster than that. Okay, actually, I would say it's a slow trickle. Okay, yeah, got it. Yeah. So that's what you got to get on yours, Mike. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I have the potential to do that. Although, so you're, but you have the your blend of water though is that makes it tougher for you because you're using. I, can go, I can go with tap water right now. What's your tap water coming in? The only thing it seems to have in it is a little bit amount of lead, but. I could run it through carbon and uh, probably a, a, a heavy metal. Man, how much lead does it have? Uh, they just sent me the sheet. I didn't, didn't, and that was the only chemical that was of any kind of significance. Do so you like Detroit water? No, we're not, <laughs> not quite Detroit. No, we don't have that many heavy metals. Flint, right. Flint. that's right. Yeah, Flint water. <laughs> no, not that many heavy metals, but I could run it through a heavy metal chamber. I mean, that, that wouldn't be a big deal. The main problem would be draining and getting the drain to work right to the yeah. drain. See, this is the nice thing about having a right to the deck, maybe. <laughs> nah, we're not doing that. Come on, this I can do a little drain. Yeah, I, I, got, I got a power tool. This drain here runs from here all the way along the basement wall, all the way along the other basement wall, and then goes to the drain. So that's, it's right. a long run. Yeah, right, but right. It's, it's dropping four or five feet, so. Yeah, but it's. And you don't have any issues with like algae building up in the line itself? Or? I can't see it. So no, you're, <laughs> using, you're using the blue it's, line it's or, dark. The, or the white, the drain, solid white. The drain's drain a half inch PVC. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can it's kind of see it running through the back there. Yeah. Through the wall. Okay. So yeah, you don't. It's, so it's a hard PVC, not the flexible. Right, it's okay. a hard PVC. Got it, got it. Yeah, so it's it's not going to get plugged up yeah. like a, the small See, ones would. So Back to your tank. You know, <laughs> pop a little inch hole right out that back porch. Uh, no, but then when I sell the house, I have to plug up the hole going outside. So that's a <laughs> yeah. whole different thing. Where are these holes are going outside? So, uh, <laughs> that's right. We'll have to figure out another way to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could actually probably drain it into the dishwasher drain. Yeah. There you go. We could do that. Which is right yeah, beside put it. Yeah, a wire right beside we could, it. We could do that. Well, um, yeah, I need more projects. That's what I need. I, I don't have enough projects. <laughs> well, we're going to try this no change. Any project that makes your life easy is a project worth doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that's why I've switched over to this mud system on mm -hmm. my tank. We'll see how that goes. And if that makes my life easier, then we can do the drain. So what's your goal with that mud system? Not add fertilizer? Uh, add less fertilizer. Don't have a, a canister filter anymore. Just have a mud filter with low-growing low plants on the bottom. I'm going to try and grow shrimp in there. All the waste goes through bio balls, then across the mud and the plants, and then pump back up into the tank. I mean, I, I don't even think I need the filter on this tank. Really? It, it was there because of the discus tank. Sure. Right? But now I look at it and I go, I don't think this tank needs a filter even. Well, it also gets you some water motion, too, I mean, though. Yeah, but that I could get with a power head. Yeah. Right. So 
I don't think the filter is really going to do much. I mean, if mom settles here, that's actually not bad. Right. I'm kind of guy who likes this natural look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Of the plants. People are actually adding leaves and tannins to their. Oh tannins. yeah, the almond leaves. So you know, might as well let this all right do that. Yeah. Right for you. Right, right. Yeah. And and I was going to say, I know the other thing that that I guess Brian had mentioned about the uh, the mud is the magnesium content in it. I guess is elevated and it really boosts the plants. Whatever that. I'm not sure. We're going to see. I just changed this over last week. Yeah. yeah so that's right. we will see what it does. I'm still <laughs> in the process of moving the plants from up top down below. It's all, I'm taking this as gradually <laughs> as I can because it's just, there's no reason to rush anything because everything pretty much is doing well. And I guess so on this tank for you to kind of wrap it up, any future plans? You're just going to kind of let No, it? the future plans is to add a few more fish. Which, if I can ever find them. Yeah, we're kind of. I can find them. We keep trying to find it's the odd just that pencil the fish. Yeah, the shipping just seems to be way too much to pay for a three dollar fish or. $10 well, it's an eleven. It's a. It's a ten dollar. It's a ten dollar fish. fish, but. Okay, hold on, hold on. So, you guys know that this show is seen by tens of thousands of people. Yes. <laughs> be specific on what you we're want for <laughs> an ostomus. Morton Thalari. Morton Thalari. Okay. Either the purple pencil fish or the red no, pencil No, no, I'm fish. looking for the red one. I'm not both of them are very nice. I know, but I like the red ones much I want, I'm looking for both. The problem is, is that the shipping from Washington is like $70, and I we hate spending $150 on fish and $70 right. on freight. Right. So what we're going to do is we're going to say, if you ship them to these guys for <laughs> yes. free, we'll make sure that your name and your company... We'll be known for That's everyone. right. That's right. So. No, because they're, they're gorgeous fish. They do well in these kind of tanks. Mm -hmm. The problem is they only come from Peru and they only come in a very short period of time because not that many people that right. we know of are breeding them. Yeah, it's not a very common fish. Okay. But it's one of so, the most beautiful the pencil I mean, fish. most of the fish in here, really, when I set up this tank, I set it up as a Asian bio, mm -hmm. Asian fish right. biotope. So all the fish here were Asian fish, mm -hmm. mostly from the region of Burma and, you know, East India. And then I saw these coral pencil fish mm. that come from South America. Mm -hmm. I liked them so much, I said, you know what, forget this. Back <laughs> with the theme. Forget this theme. Yeah. I'm getting these fish. Right, right. <laughs> okay, so, so they kind of messed up my theme. So how are they going to contact you guys to let you know that they're going to get you these They can fish? get us on Facebook. Yeah, okay, Facebook. Facebook. You know, my email is easy to find. Okay, yeah, there you go. as well. Uh, so. So. We'll say Facebook. It's easier. Yeah. Okay, good deal. If they can't find me, they're doing something wrong. <laughs> yeah. Right. They don't deserve to be in the business. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, the two pencil fish. Keep us in mind. Good deal. Okay, and it sounds like a good place to wrap it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think the other one is... Uh, and teach me about shrimp. Teach me yeah, how to keep shrimp alive in this tank. Okay. Yeah, we always are willing to learn. So while we're trying to help everyone, if you yes. can teach us better, we'd be perfectly happy with that. Yeah, why don't my shrimp live? Yeah, the other uh, the other pencil fish is uh, Nanostomus rubricordatus. Or, I don't know. Yeah, it's the, it's, it's, it's the red pencil fish. Okay. Yeah. They, they both have different names, but those are the two odd pencil fish. They look fairly similar. Yeah, I put a dozen of these of them in here. I like them so much. In a good mix of males and females. The males really yeah. have the bright colors. Okay. The females, they, they're a little drabber than the males. And the males, when they're courting, I mean, that color of red is so intense. Oh, I mean, it looks so you intense You set up the stairs and you can see that. Yeah. Right. right. No, I've been here when they've been in spawning mode and it's, they're yeah. as nice as any saltwater fish. Yeah. <laughs> Particularly when they're off with the green. Yeah. So I've got one question I just thought of before we wrap it up. You guys were both at Reef of Palooza and this year at Reef of Palooza, they actually had a freshwater section or a planted section. 
I guess with Dustin's reef tank or something mm -hmm. yeah. like that. Yeah. How did that go? What was the you know, what was the takeaway there? I didn't really pay too much attention to it to be honest, only mm -hmm. because there was so much going on. Yeah. I didn't have time to even see every single boot that they put Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it, there was uh, so much this year. I mean, it was, was bigger than last year. Yeah. This was my first time to Arifa Palooza, and uh, I was pretty impressed with it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I went by the, their booth. They had nice plants. They had nice setup. Mm -hmm. uh, I liked the concept because, as I said, Sanja and I both have plant tanks. Mm -hmm. Julian has a plant tank. Jason Fox has a plant tank. Joe Caparata has a plant tank. All these reef people now have a plant tank. Right, right. Because actually, after you do reefs, this is fairly easy. The technology is not that far beyond what well, we do. And we also all have bunches of crap sitting around that we can do these tanks fairly inexpensively. I mean, I had a planter tank before I did my reef tank. Right, sure. So I always had one in the past. And then it got to the point where the planter tank was more work than my reef tank. And I took it down. Right. But I now learned the secret. Right, don't fight it. Yeah. Slow growing plants. There's no need to <laughs> grow these plants that fast. Right. You know, unless they're fifteen dollars a stem, then it might be worthwhile. But then it might be worthwhile, <laughs> but then they wouldn't be fifteen dollars a stem if they grew that fast. Right. 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 I mean, the only thing I would like to get a little more is some more red plants in here that would stay slow growing. Yeah. But they're a little hard to that. find. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is the one that kind of works. See, I like that. I mean, I like the tonage of green, whatever that, I mean, since it's different colors, different Yeah, shades, and there's different, different tones of green in yeah. here, right? Yeah, it's not it's not just one green. It's yeah. not monochromatic. Right, green. Yeah. so you got bright green, you got the different kind of green, you know, you no, got green. Also different textures, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, to me, I don't miss the, the reds. But you can yeah, see you gotta how you got to have one pop. red plant. Yeah. He has one red plant. I mean, if you look at all the uh, books on how to right. aquascape a tank, they all say even no matter how much green you have, you've got to have one red plant that stands out. Maybe he has it right in the front, so it does stand out. Yeah, this is the only one that I have to make sure I keep trimming at a more regular basis. Yeah, I had to move mine to the back. Because these leaves will quickly reach to the top. Will you say quickly again? Say it like from there to the I top. I mean from there to the top, these leaves within a month will be up here. Mm, okay. Or less than a month even sometimes. Yeah. Okay. But if you keep... Trimming the leaves that reach the top, mm -hmm. the plant tends to stay short. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why you cool. see that, you know, I recently trimmed it, but the leaves were reaching up to here, mm -hmm. and I cut all those leaves off, and you see it stays low now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. So, on that note. On that note, if you're tired of your reef or you need something to help you relax, this is the ticket. Sanjay's methodology. Yeah, it is. No, it's not reef. my methodology. It's I'm, his methodology. I'm using other people's expertise. <laughs> There's enough knowledge of planet tanks out there. Yeah, yeah that we're, we're, we're novices in the planet tank field. We admit that. I picked the methodology that I figured would give me the least amount of uh, headache. And I like that concept. Don't yeah. fight it. No. <laughs> I've learned that from keeping reef tanks. Yeah. I'm not fighting it. Right, right. Now. Good deal. Um, just to save, just because I want to keep one kind of plant and be fighting the water quality, measuring, doing everything, then it's just as bad yeah, as a reef. It takes tank. the fun out of it. Yeah, <laughs> but it does.